Welcome back to the Heat Check Podcast. It is your boy Trooper. And it's your boy Wu. And today we have our special guest and reoccurring guest, Nick Jones. How's it going? Uh, so today we're going to be doing our NFC and AFC predictions. That'll be in a separate episode. But for this episode, we're doing strictly NFC. So yeah, obviously we had to bring our number one NFL savant, Nick, here because sure. he knows a ton and has already officially posted his picks on his Twitter. What's your Twitter at, Nick? Nick Jones 3005 Yeah, so if you ever need... Any NFL content, Nick has plenty, so make sure to check him out there. But yeah, we're going to get right into it. What NFC division do you guys want to start with? I think let's start with Nick's division since he is a Lions fan. Oh, yeah. And they should be last in this division, but, you know, I, I, did, I didn't put him there. I didn't put him there. I'll, <laughs> since it's your team and your division, Nick, I'll let you go through your one through four. All right. Well, it, uh, as much as it pains me to say this, I have the Packers winning. Uh, the, their defense Dumb. is just too good, mm-hmm. uh, and Aaron Rodgers is that guy. Let's um, go. Yeah. Good take. Bad. Good start, Nick. In second place and a wild card spot, I have the Vikings. Uh, and then out of the playoffs, I have the Lions and the Bears. I think the Bears are one of the worst teams in the league this year. I have them yes. at 2-15. and 15. Just felt like I needed to highlight that. 100% yeah, agree. And, and I am totally in agreement with Nick. I think the Bears will be the worst team in the NFL this year. I had them going 3-14. There three, we go. 3-14. Lions 6-11. and 11, Vikings 11-6. and six. And then, like Nick, I have the Packers finishing at the – top of the division at 12 and 5. Yeah, so we actually we all agree on the order here, perfect one through four, which I do not think will happen with any other divisions. It might, but I highly doubt it. Um yeah, I think the Packers are, although they lost Devontae and everyone's kind of freaking out about that, I think they're still going to be a really good team. And like Nick said, their defense is easily the best in this division. And I just don't think even though the Vikings are going to be a good team and everyone's so high on them, I just don't think their defense is as good as the Packers and good enough to actually win this division. They still will be a good team, so I do like you saying them being a wild card. I think that's a very solid pick. And then to go back on what Payne said, the Bears are by far the worst team in the league this year, and I don't see how they wouldn't be last in this division. If the if the Lions still finish last in the division this year, I will be disgusted with them, Nick, because they had hard knocks oh, this year, yeah. and there's no way they should be last with the Bears as bad as they are right now. And that's Correct. No, no excuses. Yeah. You have hard I mean, knocks, no excuse. With the Lions, I think the Lions – you know, they're built not for this year. <laughs> not for, that's all I'll say about that. Agreed. I, just, I mean, the, the regime believes in Jared Goff, so by extension I believe in Jared Goff. The but regime. I do yeah. hope that we, uh, you know, try some new things at quarterback next year. Yeah. Mm, and, wow. And, and, he's, uh, off, he's off Goff. I will not. No, no, <laughs> he's not, off Goff. Not, not entirely. Not entirely. He's got some upside, I think. I think this year will be a deciding factor of whether you guys move on or not. Yes. And try for something yeah, the wide, the wide receiver room looks better. Um, DJ Chart now, you know. Former um, LSU, great. And, okay. You know he, he did. He's not anything special, but I think you know definitely he, not. He brings he brings more variety. You know, obviously yeah, well, he's, drafted he's James the outside Williams. receiver that we didn't have last year. Right, so. wide receiver exactly. two, correct. I mean, I mean, yeah, Amon Ra's our one. Come on, like, don't don't sleep on Amon Ra. Amon Ra is the X though. Like Amon Ra's gonna be playing in slot. So. Okay, I got you. I got you. But yeah, so we all we all agree on this division. No, nothing to bicker here just yet. No. So moving on to the NFC South, I think this could be the worst division in the NFC this year. Hot take. Because, you know, it's always the NFC East. But this year, I think the NFC South, besides the Buccaneers, has no real good teams. And I, Interesting. I, um, you know, based off of that point, how I rank these teams in the NFC South, it kind of agrees with you. I, I had the Buccaneers finishing 12 and 5, and then every other team I had finishing under 500. I had the Saints mm-hmm. at 8 and 9. Agreed. Wow. Falcons at 6 and 11, and Panthers at 5 and 12. 
All right. Well, it seems like I'm the only Jameis <laughs> believer in the room. I have the Saints with the wild card spot, and I've been finishing ten and seven. Uh, the Bucks at eleven and six. There we go. But uh, I just think the Saints roster, like even though Jameis probably is not the uh, you know Heisman quarterback that yeah. he once was, uh, he got LASIK. Um, he did. He, <laughs> he did. Better he, vision now. He played. I mean, he potentially played at an elite level last year before he, he got hurt. No, he did. He did. And he then was. the Saints roster is just like really good. Like their defense is amazing, so yeah. I'm I'm betting on the defense to to do the brunt of the work. But uh, ten wins, I could see it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Maybe I should back off on the whole division will suck. I think so. We already established the worst team in the league. We all agreed on was the Bears, Bears yeah. and I think that the Falcons they won't be that bad, but they will be on the same level as the Bears, same kind of tier. I agree. Um, so they'll be bottom. Yeah. That, that mm-hmm. I think we all agreed. Falcons four. Yeah, we had Panthers. I had Panthers three also. Yeah. And then I, I should take back some of the hate on the Saints because I think Nick made good points. Their defense is really good, but you spoke on Jameis, and I, I think Jameis is a good quarterback. I just don't know when the Saints are playing close games, like especially a defensive battle game, can Jameis actually make the big play? With Michael Thomas coming back at full health, supposedly, yeah. that that is yeah. that is huge for them, I think. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Kamara actually did not end up being suspended for this year is another thing that yeah. people did not see coming. True. Up until a few weeks ago, right. so I still think the Bucks are a clear one. But like like Nick said, the Saints could easily be a, a playoff team, but definitely a fringe team for sure. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, I have them in the seventh seed, so definitely fringe. Okay, yeah, for sure. Now moving on to the best division. I'm just kidding. The <laughs> NFC East. Um, I said they're not going to be the worst division in the East, or I mean in the uh, NFC. Yeah, um, that's more of a hope, uh, but. I don't, I don't even want to talk about this division because I know I'm going to listen to this podcast in a few months and be like, Chandler, why would you even say the Eagles are winning this division? That is so stupid. Because <laughs> I've, I've scrolled through TikTok, Instagram, and everyone and their mom, is their sleeper pick is the Eagles to win the NFC East. And tr- I would love it. It would make me so happy. But everyone's saying it. And also, according to multiple sports books, the most bet win total this year for the over has been the Eagles over nine and a half wins. That just screams we're going to suck. So I do have the Eagles 1, Cowboys 2, because if you had anything else, you're a moron. But I, I don't don't know how for sure I am. It's probably my least confident one seed out of all these. All right. I'm sure everybody has heard this before. I've heard it too many times, and yet here I am saying it. <laughs> the NFC East has not had a repeat division winner since 2004. Uh, that repeat I, winner was the Eagles, by the way. The repeat winner was the Eagles. They won yep. four years in a row. Um, Shout I out just, Donovan. I think the Eagles got a lot better. A.J. Brown, the addition is huge. Uh, their sure. O-line is potentially league best. I would probably put them at one. Uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson they got for free. That was a huge I mean, They move. literally yeah. traded, like if you look at it, this is Jalen Rager for C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Like that's crazy. Little, uh, literally free. Gave away trash for C.J. Yeah, wow. and then the Cowboys got – they didn't get better, potentially got worse. Yeah. I would say they got worse. I just don't see how any other team except the Eagles wins. I will be stunned if they are not atop the East. It is easily a one-two Cowboys Eagles or yeah Eagles Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. There's no way because I think the Giants and the football team, or sorry, the Commanders are both terrible. I think the Commanders are definitely a good amount better than the Giants. I think the Giants, like we said, the bottom bottom level teams, they're just like the Falcons and the Bears. They are going to be abysmal and nothing fun to watch. I think Saquon is going to probably want to leave New York by the end of the year by how terrible that O-line is and how beat up he will be after just a measly few weeks. So I have Giants 4, Commanders 3, Cowboys 2, Eagles 1. 
Whoop, what do you feel? I have the Eagles one at 11 and six, Cowboys at 10 and seven. Um, that may be a little bit higher than most. Um, yeah, but I have the Cowboys at eight and nine, okay, which yeah. is closer to their floor. I'm like literally mm-hmm. the opposite of what you think about the Saints and like what I think about the Saints is like the same as the Cowboys yeah. record-wise. Then okay. I, I have the Giants and Washington, and Washington both finishing at four and 13. You're sleeping on wins. He's on demon time. I do want to highlight this before we move. Yeah, I have yeah. the Commanders. I predict a tie every season in the NFL. The Commanders and Browns <laughs> are my tie for this year. Okay. Week 17. What did you have uh, the Commanders? Sharp pick. Lock it in. Yep. What? What'd you have the Commanders uh, record? Four, twelve, and one. I also have okay. the I have the Giants six and eleven. I think what? Ryan Dabble is going to do some. I think I think he's going to do some good. Come on. I mean, well, they're Danny Dimes is not Saquon will Danny be healthy. Dimes is not it, but part of me hopes that he is. Yeah, I don't know same. why. I don't know why. I just I've heard you don't. I trust Riverboat Ron over Brian uh, Dable any day. Look, Come on. Respect to Riverboat Ron for getting <laughs> for surviving and all that. <laughs> but I just Brian Dabble is him. I don't know. Okay, that is. I mean, after what last year, you're gonna say he's him. Well, I won't say he's him. Okay. Did speak I'll to kind of, kind of to the Daniel Jones point, uh, probably about three months ago, and I listened to like two podcasts, one being the Bill Simmons podcast, and he had an NFL insider on. Oh, really? And I'm not <laughs> the Bill Simmons podcast. I'm not really oh, I sure. I never knew you listen to Bill Simmons. I could. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what the. It may have been Peter Schrager. Okay. Um, I'm more trustworthy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Now I'm listening. He had some, <laughs> he had some insight on Daniel Jones, and he was really it was it was nothing as far as like Daniel Jones' production thus far. It was more of like his mentality and work ethic. So I think you know he gets a bad rap for good reason because he hasn't been good so far. But right. I think you know with his work ethic and his mentality, I think how much work he puts in, he could we could see him being around instead of you know from like a 27 to 30 second quarterback in the league to being around, you know, that 2025 marker, maybe even up to 17 at like his ceiling, possibly. I don't know. But it's just I think it's something worth noting and uh, interesting. Yeah. I could very see Giants, interesting. Six, 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 uh, another reason I have the Giants at six and eleven is just because of their schedule. Yeah. The I have them winning so six games I have them beating the Panthers, the Bears, the Texans, the Cowboys, the Commanders, and the Eagles. That yeah. those are not those are games they can win. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, they, I have them splitting with every team in their division, and then Panthers, Bears, and Texans, those are not good teams. Yeah. I could, like, that's six wins. They could easily do that. Yeah, especially when you're playing the NFC East. Any any divisional game is a very winnable game. So Correct. we're just going to beat up on each other all year. Hopefully the Eagles come out on top, even though, like I said, everyone thinks it's going to happen. Um, Nick, do you want to share the, what you also have predicted for the Eagles? Which, uh, as an Eagles fan, uh, not, well, <laughs> I think is a little blasphemous. Should we save it for later? Oh, save it. Uh, you know what? I, we'll you're do right. Playoffs after all the division. I do, right. do want to ask you though, Nick. I do want to ask you. Do you think yeah. with AJ Brown and Devonte Smith, do you think it's a clear one with AJ, or do you think it's more like one A one B this year? I think it's one A one B. Well, I mean, I have no idea, but yeah, my money know. would be like AJ Brown is the better football player. Yeah, agreed. I don't know. I don't know how I mean, run heavy their offense is going to be this year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It really depends on the kind of step no, no. Jalen Hurts takes. Um, I think him and Devontae have a ton of chemistry. Yeah. Obviously, they played Alabama together, and last yeah. year they really excelled. But A.J. Brown, it seemed like just to me the whole that signing was really big. Like Jalen was vocal in that, and he was really excited to bring in A.J., and they seemed like yeah. they were gelling over the offseason. So I think they're both going to be very good this year. I mean, they, and hopefully A.J. Brown doesn't let me down in fantasy because that would same. hurt my feelings. Yeah, uh, they, play different, they play different roles in an offense. Right. So I'll say 1A and 1B just – to give an answer, but I really yeah. don't know. Yeah. All right, now moving on to the final division in the NFC, we have the NFC West. Um, I think this is probably the one where we're likely to have the most disagreements. Um, Nick and me are 
definitely going to be disagreeing here. I yeah, know. We've talked about um, this before. I have the Rams one, um, the Niners two, Cardinals three, and at the very very bottom, the poo poo Seattle Seahawks. We're not going to talk about them much, but Russell Wilson wanted to retire a Seahawk. He was like, you know, Russell Wilson is just a great guy. He he was going to stay with the Seahawks forever, and their team was so abysmal. So terrible that even Russell Wilson got out of town, and that's how you know that Pete Carroll, not even his air monitors, are going to be able to save this team. They're going to, it's going to be <laughs> disgusting. Um, so Seahawks will be just the laughing stock of this division. Um, I'll let Nick speak on the Niners because he he loves him some Trey Lance. It's true. I'm I'm all in on Trey Lance. I have the 49ers going 12 and five. Sheesh. And oh. and, and and wait wait wait, being the one seed in the NFC. That is right. Wow. So, um, I'm all in on Trey Lance. Get that, get that oh, okay. You can't do that to me. Trey Lance as the number one seed in the NFC. All right, guess what? End, wow. The, end of the season, right, I'm going to come about, back. Here Jimmy about. G is still better than Trey Lance right now. Okay. Well, now. <laughs> oh, definitely. I'm gaslighting. I'm gaslighting. <laughs> I mean, the Seahawks, Kyle Shanahan, like the running, the running game is going to be good. Add in a running quarterback to that, it's going to be crazy. Trey Lance can make the deep throws that Jimmy G can't. Or Jimmy G can. <laughs> Yes, yes. Yes, can. Yes. That's what I was going to say. But then also that Niners defense is just disgusting. Agreed with that statement for sure. Yeah. Um, and Trent Williams. I can't, like, analyze the Niners without saying Trent Williams. So. Yeah, Trent Williams. Just know. Beast. Yeah, I mean, we all know who he is. Okay, so the Niners last year, they finished sixth in EPA per play offensively and 14th uh, def- defensively in EPA per play. Um, I actually had them – what did I have them? I had them finishing at 10-7. and seven. Solid this year. I, I could easily see that. Second right? tied, actually, well tied with the Cardinals at ten and seven as well. Yeah, I would say I'm closer to their ceiling for sure. I mean, I only have them losing five games, so that that's obviously tough to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, I mean, I just I just think there are a lot of winnable games, and I just had the winnable games going their way instead of if Kittle can stay healthy for a full season, and then, which has not happened. Yeah, and then it, and not true. true, and then true. if Brandon Ayuk. Takes a leap. Oh, yeah, the I have been Brandon, the Brandon oh, breakout is coming. Please, yeah, please which, don't. I have Brandon Ayuk on my fantasy team for I the last two years. Trey Lance, Let's Brandon Ayuk. The chemistry is there. It I've is. seen it at training camp. I, exactly. It's happened. I, I've seen it at training camp. Quote yeah. from Nick. I, Welcome to 2022. Team. I am buying all the Ayuk stock for sure. Um, yeah, I just purchased um, $100,000 of Brandon Ayuk uh, cards, so hopefully that's a good pick. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. But no, I, I, I don't think that. You could really hate on this Niners team. They're kind of they're kind of trying to be the Chiefs of a few years ago, getting rid of Alex Smith, the perennial all right quarterback who can get you to a Super Bowl, which he technically didn't do with that Niners team. But you know, Colin Kaepernick was the quarterback yes. of that yeah. Niners team that won the Super Bowl. Just how Alex Smith, same thing with the Chiefs. He was like their career starter. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know if getting Trey Lance over Jimmy G is actually going to make the Niners that much better. That is where I could be wrong here. And Nick sees the upside with Trey. I'm excited to see it because I think he's going to be a fantasy beast for sure because he yeah. can easily get all those rush yards and rushing touchdowns. I just don't know if that's going to translate to winning for the Niners. And I think that Jaquiski Tart dropped interception is still in their heads from last year, and they have not gone <laughs> over that. See, I think the Tart dropped interception is still in your head. <laughs> well, it made me feel good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, mean, I was happy it happened. Well, Matthew Stafford's my favorite player of all time. True. I just don't – I look at this Rams line and I see absolute – Game one was definitely a – a tra- I see a travesty. And, and also, I don't know how they can hold up against good pass rush. To speak the Knicks' credibility, a, a the NFC West has. To speak the Knicks' point. credibility, this is one of his. I guess you he, at the time you considered a hot take because it was for, before the first game. Oh yeah. But it is something that he predicted. So yes. After, after week, after we've seen this uh, Rams absolute debacle, my Rams win the division 
pick is looking very grim. Yeah. But I'm not giving up just yet. I'm not going to overreact to a bad week one. But we're gonna we're gonna let things settle. Okay. Last year the Bills lost to the Steelers yeah. week one, and then they they did pretty well the rest of the season. Yeah. So. I mean the the Cup Stafford connection is is obviously there, and I think Allen Robinson was a ghost. We don't want to talk about. That. As well, just, he beats man, not yeah. press. But, I mean man, not zone. He beats press. Yeah. But I was going to say, going back to the uh, to the Niners real quick, um, like I said, they finished last year in six, sixth in EPA per play um, offensively, which I think that's something um, pretty important because with Trey Lance, I don't think – I don't see the Niners getting any worse, but I think it adds another layer of, of upside because okay. – and, 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 I, I do agree. And it's that. mainly because of their scheme because like – They run the ball so it, much. They, they run the ball so much and they're great in play action situations and then – and they keep the ball for a long time. They they definitely control the time of possession, and it proves to be something that that works out really well, especially in the playoffs. So I think adding Trey Lance, like I said, I don't see them getting any worse. I just think you know upside upside wise, I think it's uh, I think it's going to prove mm-hmm. to be um, you know if pretty, you have a, pretty important. And to what you said, if you have a good enough defense like the Niners, you can make a switch at quarterback for a chance at becoming a better team because of starting the young guy. If you yeah. If you have a good enough defense to rely on, I think that's a perfectly fine yeah, play. Yeah. So I, I don't fault the Niners at all for this. We're going to see how it plays out. Well, and they Ma- still have Jimmy G on their roster, so yeah, which is which is actually huge. Worst, worst comes to worst, they plug him back in, and he which was not plays like last year. As of a few weeks ago, that was not expected. They thought they were, they were going to shop him, try to get something for him. Yeah. But I think, yeah, keeping him as a backup will be. It, I think it's a good thing, but almost just as the other side of the coin. Trey Lance is going to feel almost self-conscious the whole time that he's going to get replaced, well, you know. Jimmy said that him and Trey have a good friendship, which I don't know. Sure. How, I don't know. Sure. How, I don't know how much that actually matters, how much of that is true, but Do they we, go to breakfast like Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford? I don't think so. Alan Robinson was. They watched the film for Oh, he was 4 hours I could tell. tell. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah you know, but um, uh, NFC playoffs now. Yeah, yeah. What was what, it? What did what's, everybody have like their records? We actually uh, that division. Yeah, Nick, you go first. Well, I had the Niners at twelve and five. I had the Rams at eleven and six. Which uh, honestly, they could be worse than that. Look, based on that week one game against the Bills. Let's you know, not let's not give up yet, Nick. We'll that. Uh, I have the Cardinals at eight and nine. Um, I tried to project eight and nine. Mean? Is that high or low? That's a little. I, th- low. I thought it was low. And that, that is well, a little. Low. I am a Cliff Kingsbury hater. And that's so nothing that's wrong. With that. There's nothing I love. I love me some Marquise Brown, though. I so, think the, um, yeah. the Cardinals, Seahawks at four and thirteen. Yeah, okay. I, I have the Cardinals in the three spot, um, but they're definitely going to be a team just like they always do. Start out hot. They could even be a team going like five and zero, oh, and then new cod comes out. It's over. Kyler's going to be off his game, and that's obviously a joke because you know people just make jokes about Kyler Murray being a gamer. But realistically, the last few years the Cardinals have done the same thing: come out, look like a really good team. And then by the end of the going into the playoffs by week seventeen, you're like this. I don't have any confidence in this team yeah. at all. They can't win a game. They can't. Yep. They can score when they want to, but their defense isn't going to stop anyone. So I don't think the Cardinals are a threat at all. So this this division is easily a clear one two with Rams and Niners. I don't think there's any disputing that. Yeah, I mean, I had Rams twelve and five, Niners ten and seven, Cardinals ten and seven, which I am probably a little bit higher on. But I will say something that definitely scares me is last year watching Kyler Murray go against the uh, the Rams um, blitz. It scares me a lot. I don't know how Kyler is going to respond against the Blitz this year. I feel like a lot of teams may look at that game and then and then incorporate that into their package to to solely use most of the time against Kyler. So and also defensively, I don't really I'm not really that confident in the Cardinals either. So I don't know. I mean, maybe having them at ten and seven, I should probably readjust that a little bit. But 
and then I had Seahawks at four and thirteen. So, all right. So uh, just to recap the divisions, um, I think we actually all agreed, except for on the West, on who was winning each division. So for the North, we had the Packers coming out as number one. In the South, we all agreed the Buccaneers. In the East, we all had the Eagles. Definitely not happening at this point. So, uh, just kidding. And then um, in the West, me and Payne, or I had the Rams. Nick had the 49ers. 49ers and, and I had the Rams. And Payne also had the Rams. Yeah. So, yeah, this has been our NFC predictions. We are going to be dropping an AFC predictions pod very soon after this. Also a playoff predictions. That will be its own pod also. So make sure if you need any more updates on our podcast to follow us at the Heat Check Podcast on Instagram. All of our updates there. And also follow Nick Jones on Twitter at Nick Jones 3005 because he's a beast. For sure. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, Nick. Yeah, of course. Peace. Peace.